Hey y'all, this is Daniel Evans, Race Boss, Race to Alaska. It is the 30th of June that you are listening to this. Lost Boys is coming in today, hopefully, and I have for you something awesome. It is a racer roundup. There are 11 teams that are actually in Ketchikan, and they represent all four years of the Race to Alaska. It's pretty amazing. All right, enjoy. Thank you. Thanks for sitting down to this, what we're calling the Racer Forum. It's really cool that um, all four years are now represented at this table, which is pretty incredible. And I see a number of um, world record holders at this table as well. Something I'll point out, if you are one and I forget, uh, please remind me, but we have uh, Carl's the first sup to ever finish, and that was last year. Team Heart of Gold, and we have North to Alaska, and the youngest captain to ever complete, Henry. <laughs> 17 years old, which is pretty crazy. Um, and we got uh, Tim Penhollow, who has uh, got two years he's raced, and in four years he has the most time spent on the race course. <laughs> Yesterday, that team Lifeboat's finishing, but they won the uh, Small Craft Advisor side bet of fastest small boat of under 20 feet. So they get <laughs> what I'm what I'm hoping to do in this kind of in this conversation is to create some bit of dialogue that people out there that are listening to this can learn from. Those people who are thinking about doing it, or those people who are excited enough to actually follow it, even though they may not be mariners themselves. So with that in mind, that's kind of the questions that Tim and I are going to be asking. Because Tim's helping facilitate this, because he's a lot funnier than I am. Looks <laughs> <laughs> <Little> aside. <laughs> Sure, I can do that, Dan. No problem. <laughs> uh, I'm Henry Beaton uh, Hans. This is my dad, Greg Beaton Hans. We're uh, Team North to Alaska. We competed last year on the Johnny Horton, which is a home built aluminum sailing sharpie. Woo! Wow. Yeah. 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 Oh. Okay. Uh, Are you still related? <laughs> Me, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm Molly. Um, this is my first year with Race to Alaska, and the lowest crew member on Team Carmigan. Um, <laughs> lowest ranking. Lowest ranking, um, which is a F28 Corsair, which Bo Captain has owned for a while. Eight years. Eight years. I'm Kelsey from Team Carmigan too. <laughs> my only year. Shame. Yeah, I'm Bo, and Kelsey's my daughter. And, uh, and I'm Jack, also from Team Tamagin, also the lowest ranking. Yeah. 
No, four dollars. No, we're not that generous. And I'm Charlie. I am on Team Catch a Can two years ago, uh, Santa Cruz 27 named Kermit, and representing the Catch Can Yacht Club. Places in Ketchikan, which is the Ketchikan Yacht Club. They have been the kind of annual impromptu host for um, all racers of Race to Alaska. Probably one of the most generous things that has happened to this race, and so really grateful to be able to be here. And sitting beside Charlie, my name is Tim Penhalo. I, uh, I raced the first two years, and I was told that they was going to be nothing but small traditional boats. <laughs> and I, I, wrote, I wrote a 19th century plywood built, home built dory wow. two years in a row. Uh, one time with a friend, the second time solo. <laughs> and and I, I've anchored more times and seen more beaches than all y'all. <laughs> Won the Dirtbag Award, the Coveted Dirtbag Award, for most money contributed to a race start. I think it was t an all total by the time we hit the line around five hundred dollars. Is it yeah? Is it yeah? Please, is, yeah. We spent more on beer on the way than we did on food at the start. There <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Amy Falwell, and I'm on. I was a part of a small, you know, traditional boat. Um, <laughs> small handcraft. Uh, Thirty-two Melgus. Um, I was a part of Team Sailing Girl. And uh, I've only been sailing for about three months, so <gasps> this is all a bit of a whirlwind for me. <laughs> Do you now hold? Uh, we may be the first all women's crew to win. Yeah. Yeah. The first mono hall to win. Yeah. Uh, my name is Malachi. I'm from Barnes Prairie, Idaho. Um, I graduated high school a couple weeks ago. <laughs>
make it. Also sailed up with Team Global. Good. Mm -hmm. I'm Carl Kruger, and the only member of Team Hard Gold. <laughs> uh, I paddled 2016 and 2017, and actually maybe here in 2017. Yeah. Yay. Mathieu from Team uh, Lightboat, and that's my third, uh, and third year. I did race two years ago as a solo on a rowing boat. And last year I came just for the probing run mm -hmm. on a rowing boat without any sail, and this year I did the race with a partner from France, living in the US on a new boat.
So you all know, I'm not going to edit this. That would take way too much time. So, uh, mind what you say. Uh, but, yeah, we missed one. We missed what? Come on. It's audio you can't hide. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm Chris from uh, Team Super Friends. Third year. San Juan 21, first year. Didn't make it very far. <laughs> I called, saved my, you know... Nice from drowning. <laughs> Second year, so did not finish DNF first year. Second year, Thunderbird. Yeah, I made wow. it a term for us. DFF did finally finish. Was there an extra S in there? And this year we did a, you know, a Peterson 42. Pulled 600 pound engine out and <laughs> put a course on it <laughs> and see if that would work. <laughs> and, it, and it got us around nine and a half top speed. <laughs> but you're not moving at all, which happened a lot on this race. Yeah. Yeah. That starts to feel pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So Chris has a record too. Hmm. The obvious record most pounds across the line. Oh, oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. All right. Well, here we will see how we'll see how this goes. I just realized it probably took about a half an hour to do introductions. Yeah, we got Interesting. Thank you for uh, reminding me. My name is Daniel Evans. I am the race boss for the race to Alaska. And one of the uh, co-founder and co-creators. So I've been here since day one, and it's an honor to be among you all. All right, it's an open question. We'll just go go with it. As ah. Thank you, Ranger. Was <laughs> <laughs> um, it what you expected? So there's people who have experience. Maybe we can tone down if you have experience. If you didn't have experience, was it what you expected? Like, when I did it, the brochure or the video that I watched had some solidly middle-aged guys in some unsolid home-built boats promoting the video. <laughs> so I can unequivocally say that was not Advertising with the bears, Dan. He's not going to see any bears. But it's funny. Uh, Frontier Town, Port Townsend, bears. Frontier Town, Texican, bears. Eaten by bears. It's the race across the East. It's the race across the not everyone is here. Okay, so let's speak up. How many people almost got eaten by logs versus bears? Logs? Yeah, just yeah. Nine, 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 nine
pressure ridge system that was delivering great wind for say team right yachts or anything like that I was in Newcastle Island off Nanaimo I'm from Victoria <laughs> and somebody won the race when I was an hour away from my bed Yeah. 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 Yeah.
There's a near explosion with us and right, right yachts between right yachts. I've never seen friends. any kind of boat race start in, in 2015 where people would relent. There's no winds that keep rowing. No nobody wanted to let anybody all the way around and all the way out to the next point. Uh -huh. Outside, they couldn't get anywhere, and everybody was, no matter what boat. Because, yeah. That was a lot of work. Uh, <laughs> even last uh, year, after two days, car was ahead. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was. Yeah. No yeah. wind. Well, Torrent was, was ahead this year, too. He was ahead all the way to the top of, like, uh, yes. Dodnera's or whatever. Maybe one day or two days. Yeah. yeah. There is a loophole in the rules. You could bring eight college horsemen. <laughs> have them roll, and as they wear out, dump them dump over. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can get rid of people. Yeah. You just yeah. can't bring more people on. Not a, not a loophole. Not a loophole. <laughs> the University of Washington? What? What should you say? Bring the entire team on okay. and just dumping them overboard. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I have a question. One more thing. Yes, I was pointing a direction, but one of the things that I found really unexpected was to race 350 or 400 miles and then converge on a single point with yeah. both the same yeah. class yes. within 500 feet. Or completely different class. That's <laughs> you. <laughs> I'll never get over that. My last day coming in with a trimer. Oh, yeah. 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 We finished within 13 minutes. Wow. Yeah, I mean, a trimer versus a sun. I all they weren't happy versions. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they tell that. That was a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is weird. But your skill is metered against our incompetence. Can we get rich to ask you bumper stickers with that? We will. You know, this race, I feel like, is, is about many things, right? And it depends. People come into this race, and there are a few that come into this race for a first-place finish. And there are a few that uh, come, to this place, uh, come to this race with no expectations at all. But I feel like the definition of winning is different, can be very different for different teams. And I'm wondering what winning, how you would define winning in Race to Alaska for yourself. That's easy. That easy is just to finish the race mm. because you can you compete against yourself or your target, not against another boat because there is a different crew, different boats. You you cannot co you, you, compete. Yes, you same. can you can be the twelfth victor. Yes, <laughs> everybody is a winner. Classic uh, rankings, and you need the same boats, and, and this would be uh, different. No fun. The <laughs> winner of this race is not formulaic yet. Yes. You can come out this year and win and still win it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can still take first. It's just getting across the line. Can we maybe go to the side question on what it takes to get across the line? Every year, there are teams that have the best of intentions. Some of them have big pockets, and they don't quite make it the second year I did it, 
Somebody in the Tramorant from Southern California spent a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. And I made it, and they didn't make the start line. And, and this year so far, so, we have 12 teams that have, have dropped out. Dropped out. <laughs> so getting to the start line is important. Yeah. Can we, if we can, ask people some of the, like Team Global had a bit of a hairy approach to start, yeah. but you got it done in a hurry. I'm just really stubborn. <laughs> right? And so are there other teams that had, uh, I know uh, Sales Like a Girl, uh, they had a <clears throat> team working exercise where they prepared the boat together. But this involves working long hours in the shed together, and you get to learn how the team works. Does other teams have preparation stories that are relevant to the next set of competitors. How hard is it to actually make that deadline? When do you need to start? Matthew started at the last possible date in February. Building, outfitting, organizing transport from Europe to the West Coast of North America and finding a gullible, I mean, uh, willing. <laughs> 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 Does anybody else have any preparation stories? Uh, if, if, yeah. if, you know, it's even hard, mental preparation. It's really hard to convey to new new guys what's involved in the preparation, why it's important. Mm -hmm. They don't get it until they've actually done it. Mm -hmm. I had one guy that got it because he had done it with me before, and we were the two that were doing stuff twenty-four hours a day, and the other guys were in and out. Now they get it. Now they're saying, "Oh wow, I want to do this again. We got to start right now." But they didn't get it at all before that. Right. Yeah. We started at least a year before. Team Tarragon? Yeah. yeah. Libby and I came to the start last year, both in Port Townsend and Victoria, met a lot of people and got convinced that it would be a good thing. And so that was the start Summer. date for us. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, you know, I needed that much time just to fix all the things I broke in the process of trying to get ready for the race. You were, you were, you've owned the boat for a while. Yeah, we have. And, right. and we made a lot of changes to it. Um, we're in Colorado, uh, so we couldn't really test it. So we went to California for a month this spring. Mm -hmm. Jack came out from Scotland. Right. And, and still, you know, we were doing stuff right up to the moment of the start. That doesn't seem fair. That we, no, I know, I know. Imagine what a flop we would have been if we hadn't done all that. Right? Yeah, go on. The one thing that, uh, that we had some concern, some anxiety about was getting our human propulsion system going. Because we were able to, I mean, look around on Craigslist and find a boat that suited most of our requirements. And... For, for every part of the race, except for the, you can't have a motor part, um, at least with a larger craft, it's, um, you can buy a book that does that, but you have to figure out the human-powered part, um, and I was really impressed with Team Super Friends, that were like, shit, let's go to Home Depot, and grab uh, one butt or two by twos, and laminate them together into oars. So that, was, that was Brian, and then... <laughs> He made the most archaic shit, but it worked. <laughs> that was impressive. I mean, it wouldn't... I look at... You, got, you just go buy a, a rowing machine, but he made everything out of wood. There, there's an expression of everything. There. If you can't row, you row like a farmer. Well, that's I would say for, for new teams who are considering doing the race, figure out what you're going, like how are you going to get through the water when you have no wind, if you're, if you're uh, going a sailboat, because 
Other things you can sort of figure out on the fly. Maybe you're not as efficient, maybe you're not as fast, but you'll get there. Our thing was to follow a flop the first year. It didn't work at all. The, the ELO thing, it didn't work at all, right? So there was a lot of sweat, a lot of wondering. Like a few days before we launched the boat uh, on the... Uh, well, we really got the oars in the water on the 12th in, in Port Edmonds. We were pinned in the marina because it was coming right on us. So we had to run a line to another dock so we'd get a little advantage. And then... then we got the aft station going and rode over to the fuel dock. And then we're facing the breakwater where the wind's coming straight at us in that tiny little... You can't... There's no margin of error in that big boat, you know? Right. You have to have steerage. You know, just trying to get out of the marina. So first the rowing, the rear rowing station worked. Get us over to one spot. So that was good. We, to get, I saw a moment to get out of the marina. And we didn't even have any way of locking in the side ones, so I, we were using those paddles plus the aft station. But we got out of the marina. Okay. And then it was like, this could work. <laughs> it's not going to but this could work. And then we had to row from uh, uh, Merrillstone Head all the way to uh, Point Hudson with no wind at all. And then we, that was like the real big team builder on our. But he also made it on time for the first time in the out of three years. That's <laughs> true. Hey, I'm wondering, I'm wondering, Greg, Fred, and Henry, you two, because Henry, I mean, it was um, the building of the boat was a senior project for you. It was, yeah. yeah. So, and you profess not to have a ton of sailing skill um, coming into this. So, what was preparation like for you all in getting this going? Well, we, we approached the race course and choosing a boat design based on our experience with the course. So my dad's been up and down the inside passage hundreds of times as a commercial fisherman. So we know what the conditions are like. No, sir. Yeah. <laughs> we are not sailors. We knew nothing about sailing. We'd never been sailing. You knew it was <laughs> so, and, and we knew we could never afford a really fast sailboat. That wasn't going to be something we could do. And we couldn't afford to build one. And I had to build a boat because that was how I was going to graduate. So we picked a design that would be both efficient under sail and efficient under manpower. And like Carl said, he was banking on there being no wind. Yeah. We were rocking it up in first place with no wind right out of Victoria. And we were like, yes. This is the race that we want. And we were happy to row 50% of the race course because we picked a boat that could do yeah. that. Good. Yeah. And so and we, we got really lucky with that because we didn't really know anything about picking boats to build or what would oh, be good. Oh, yeah. just, I just like to say that you came into my office and you had this book and you're like, I want, we want to do this race. I, I got a senior project going in. You open the book and you're like, what about that one? We think that one's really good. And I was like, Are we, sure. We, we, <laughs> sorry, because if, if we could build it really easily, it was the lightest Sharpie. It was the narrowest Sharpie. It had the most rowing stations. It had the most sail area. We're like, this is the one. Yeah. And we got lucky. It was the one. It was, it was, the, it was the best boat yeah. we could have built and ran. Yeah. I just one thing. Is that, um, and I, I think everybody in this room has had that experience. Everybody that's finished the race has had a similar, it's your crew. It's who you're going with. Oh, if you yeah. all got the same mindset, yeah. if you all got the, uh, that we're going to do this, no matter what, then you'll do it all right. You got some people that are like, oh, I want to see what it's like. And then when they find out it's not so fun, 
So getting getting the right people with the right mindset is everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, yeah, and we totally. did that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Two uh, other three other guys that were just that. as gung ho as he was and I was. And there was no there was no question that we were going to finish mm-hmm. unless we got killed. <laughs> 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 that being said, that being said, there's a team that finished this year. Um, Mathieu and Erwan, who had a 50-minute conversation four months before the race, four and a half months before the race, and they met before the race. And they got along well enough personalities, and they had the same goal, which is what you were saying. They had the same goal, even though they'd never met. And they said, it's the same goal. I'll let you take over, Mathieu. Yeah, but preparation is essential. This race is not easy. It's good that you show the dramatic aspects uh, in your uh, teaser. It's very important because it's not not a walk or hike in the mountain. It's tricky, difficult, especially with small boats. And preparation, even we... We were U.S. and France. It was a everyday job to prepare something. We make a list to do this. He prepares such things. We do the same, but uh, even the conversation was short. <laughs> beginning preparation <laughs> <laughs> was hard, and uh, to be on the finish line, whatever rank, uh, the preparation is enormous. I think the preparation tie strongly back in to the mindset yeah. and the shared goal that Tim is talking about. I think that... Yeah. They did. It's, it's important to have somebody who doesn't quit on you. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, Two-man team. Yeah. Hey, y'all. That's the end of part one of this Razor Roundup. But let's uh, sum up some ideas. I think really great. One, you're going to row more than you think you're going to row. Two... Preparation actually is a good idea. And three, your team matters. You don't want to have to kick your people off a day after the race starts. So pick your team well, train well together. And no, Rowan's part of life when you're racing to Alaska. All right, y'all. See you tomorrow.